Shalom to all. Today we're learning Masechus Pesachim, Parak Zayin, Mishnah Yidalaf and Yidbeis. And today's Mishnah is being learned Pesachos Estabas Rachel Shishi Pesachim Refined Rezivik Hagon Bekarav Mamish. Now, as we said previously, everyone that's registered to a carbon Pesach has to eat at least a kezayis of meat from this carbon. So before registering people to a carbon Pesach, they kind of had to have at least a general idea of how many kezayis of meat they were going to get out of this carbon Pesach, so they could figure out how many people they're able to register to it. So Mishnah tells us what's considered edible meat. Call hanecha b'shar hagadol anything which is able to be eaten in a shara gadol, which means a fully grown ox, so yachal b'gedi harach, that's able to be eaten in a soft gedi. Now, why are we comparing the Karman Pesach, which is a gedi harach, it's a young soft gedi, to a shara gadol, to a big ox? That's because a big ox is fully grown, and any part of its body that might have started out soft when it was born is definitely hardened by now. So anything that's able to be eaten by a shara gadol, which means it's not too hard to eat, so that's considered edible in the Karman Pesach. Now, there are certain other parts of the Karman Pesach, since the animal is young, technically could be eaten, However, if those parts in Shara Gadol are hard, they can't be eaten and they're not considered part of the Karim Pesach. Other things as well, says the Mishnah, Varashe Kinefayim, the ends of the shoulders, which is a cartilage, and Vaschusim, other cartilage on the animal, those could be eaten, even though in Shara Gadol they're very hard. However, since they could be boiled for a really long amount of time, and then they would be edible, in this Gedi Arach they're able to be eaten with much greater ease, and therefore they could be counted as part of the Karim Pesach. Now the Mishnah is going to be talking about breaking bones of the Karim Pesach. There's an Isra de Iraisa, Feyrish written in the Torah, the Etzam Loi Sesh Berubai, that a bone of the Karim Pesach is not allowed to be broken. So the Mishnah tells us, Hashavar Sa Etzam Pesach HaTahar, if someone breaks a bone in a Karim Pesach, which is Tahar, Harizal like Arbaim, he gets 40 Malkas. Aval Hamoisir Batahar, Vashayver Batameh, but if a person leaves over meat of a Tahar Karim Pesach, meaning he has some Nisar, or he breaks a bone of a carbon Pesach, which is Tameh, in it like a Sarbaim, so then he doesn't get Malkas. Now we've gone to Mashiach Beis. Now we had mentioned in Mishnah test that meat of the carbon Pesach is not let it be brought outside of your Shalayim. If it's brought out of Yerushalayim, it becomes possible and it has to be burned. So Mishid Beis tells us, a limb of the Karim Pesach, the part of it went out of Yerushalayim. And at the end of the Mishnah, we're going to understand what that means. Part of it went out, part of it didn't go out. How do we know if part of it went out and part of it didn't? But we have this limb of the Karim Pesach, the part of it went out of Yerushalayim. So as we just said in the previous Mishnah, we're not allowed to break a bone of the Karim Pesach. So he can't cut this limb in half and burn half of it and keep the other half. So what does he do? So the Mishnah tells us, he cuts the meat that's on this limb until he gets the actual bone, the kailef ad shmagela perek, and then he peels back the meat until he reaches the joint where this bone attaches to another one, the chaytech, and then he cuts it. So let's say, for example, half of the leg of the Karim Pesach went out of Yerushalayim, so that half now has to be burned. So again, as we said, he can't break that bone. What does he do? He cuts the meat up until that halfway mark. The meat that went out of Yerushalayim, that has to be burned. Then he makes a slice in the remaining meat, and he peels it all the way back, but he doesn't cut it off, and now the entire leg bone is exposed, and he sees the joint where the leg connects to the knee, and the place where it connects to the knee, that's where he's able to cut it off, that's because he's not breaking a bone, he's just cutting a little bit of cartilage, maybe some sinews, and then he can take the whole bone outside and burn the bone along with the meat that also had went outside. Now the Mishnah tells us about Mugdashin, let's say we're just talking about regular hektish, kaitzitz bekaifitz, so then he could cut it with a kaifitz, which is like a meat cleaver, shein by mishim shviyas etzem. When we're dealing with regular kachim, there's no problem to break a bone. Now the Mishnah says, what does that mean? Part of it left, part of it stayed in. How do we know if someone's considered having left Yerushalayim or not? So we say, From the inside of the doorway of the gates of Yerushalayim, that's considered inside. 
from the outside part of the doorway towards the outside, that's considered outside. What about windows that are in the wall of the city? The And the thickness of the wall. Remember, the wall is not a thin little sheet of paper. The wall has some thickness to it. So what about the thickness of the wall? What's that considered? Those are both considered the inside of Yerushalayim. We're going to stop here for the day. Pick up tomorrow with Mishnah Yud Gimel and Parakhas Mishnah Aleph. For now, everyone should have a wonderful day.